well, it's time for me to become a whirlwind of charisma as, as I uh, start the podcast. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Kill James Bond. I am Devon and I'm joined today by my friend Abigail Thorne. Hello. And no Alice. Mum's gone away again on another business trip and left the kids alone. That's right. We're rounding out our little uh, a little trifecta here. We had the Alice Devon episode. We had the Alice Abbey episode, and now it's time uh, for the Devon Abbey. Completing Kill James Bond when the cat's away, the mice will play. <laughs> we Season. were all going on holiday in July, yeah. and it's fine. It's okay for us to do Kill that. Kill James Bond summer vacation times. <laughs> um, some of it was stone leave, some of it was just leave. Mm-hmm. And as for as for poor old Alice, she's not even doing leave. She's mostly working. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she just isn't able to record. Mm-hmm. But poor as dear. is tradition, when it's just me and Dev, uh, Alice has left some chicken nuggets in the freezer for us. Uh, mm-hmm. And we are going to watch an anime film. It's Dweeb Zone, because Alice, right. Alice refuses to go entirely Japanese. So it's, it's down to me and Dev to be weebs. Yeah. Because I think this is a really good film, and mm. it's one that I really wanted to talk about. Um, and it, it's and it's one that I would have an uphill struggle convincing Alice to watch. Yeah. So even though I think she would like it, in fact, I think she would like it. Yeah, in fact, listeners, I would say that like, it's, so it's an anime film. It's called Perfect mm. Blue. If you've never seen any anime before, and you're one of those people that's just like, oh, it's just like you know for kids, or it's like cartoons or whatever, I would recommend checking this out. I would pause the podcast and go and go and watch this, like because we're about mm-hmm. to spoil it first of all. But also, like it's it's very much just like this could be a really good live action film. It just like happens to be animated. It's just like a really that good is actually, grown up animated film. It's actually, why it's animated it was originally intended to be um, really a, a live action film, but a few people pulled out at the last moment, so it ended up being made as an anime. That's so um, interesting. They're like, oh man, if people pulled out. Let's do it. In a much right. more difficult and time-consuming Fine, way. fuck you. I guess in, we'll draw it. Instead, <laughs> instead of, like, you know, just waiting, uh, like, a couple of months at recasting, we'll just, like, hire a shit ton of people to fucking draw this by hand. That's fucking right. That's great. This is, this is Satoshi Kon, who is, who is a, a master, who sadly died quite young, age 46, in, in 2010. Uh, and this is one of his, his earlier films. All the rest of his explore very similar themes. But... We open on an idol group because this is Japan and this is Japan of the 90s. And what's huge in Japan of the 90s? Women singing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's huge in Korea now. It's huge in Japan in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. girl pop. This is a group called Cham. Um, there are three members, one of whom is Mima, who is our main character. Um, and she is looking to sort of leave this space she's she's done being a pop idol and she wants to try something serious we hear some of the paparazzi and the fans discussing that there's a rumor that this is going to be mima's last show and that she's she's going to be an actress now um mm-hmm. we go backstage and there's a lot of like fun chaos like this this film has loads of like, like really nice little details about like what it's like working in acting or any kind of en- like yeah. live entertainment thing um so like the changing room is like full of chaos and people like running around <laughs> and they get sort of summoned on stage and we see it's also really nice about taking little moments to show us Mima's state of mind. So we get this little moment where she's just like breathes for a second before going out onto the lights of the stage and then we get the title card. So it's really cool. And what's, what's also noteworthy is that this is not even a particularly like huge performance. Mm. This is Mima's last performance, um, but it's sort of just, it's not on a stage really. It's just sort of somewhere. Yeah, it's like maybe a like 100 venue. people there. Yeah. A lot of there them are, are older York- men, which I, I mm. noted. I didn't really know whether that was true to life or not, whether that's just something for the film, but yeah. Not entirely sure. Uh, there are some dudes in the audience that are going entirely mental. Mm-hmm. Uh, just mm-hmm. a group just like 
screaming Mima over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we get our first shot of of a guy who I'm going to refer to as the weirdo because they never really give him a name until the final act. I called him that too in my notes, yeah. Yeah, just a strange bloke it's who's... Like elephant man looking motherfucker. Yeah, just... I, Satoshi Khan has this thing. I don't, I don't know how much of a problem it is, but he, he loves to put people's eyes slightly too far apart when you're supposed to think they're weird. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I don't know how much he's I feel He's like on some that. James Bond shit. He's like facial deformity shit Mm -hmm. and he's got like weird scraggly teeth and stuff but he's there just like being weird and hanging out as this concert's happening we we keep like cutting to another place in time and it it juxtaposed this Mima like just going to get groceries and just like living her normal life and it's really nice actually that that we get that juxtaposition of yes there's this very like glamorous persona but then actually she's just like you know feeding her fish and shit I I really like the way they humanize her just really early on like without even a lot of dialogue just like showing us that like oh yeah she's pop star but like she's also buying milk and stuff it just really makes her sympathetic we we see her room and it's like not it's not particularly impressive she's not like rich it certainly seems to be like a bedsit that she's got yeah I suppose that's Japan Mm. um she she perfectly dodges a thrown can mid dance, which I do think is very cool impressive of her. Yeah. She sort of pirouettes away from her. There's some dudes there who are like uh, there to disrupt mm. the show. Basically, they're like you know drinking and throwing stuff. Um, also, the uh, the head of this little gang of of lads uh, is guy I love to hear, Matt Kermit Miller, uh, voice voice of Tenchi Muyo. So always good to hear my boy Tenchi out oh, and about shit. causing trouble in other people's productions. Uh, it was, I was just I was like, I know that. I was like Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> pointing with my ears, just like, oh, that was my Miller. Oh, shit. You watched this one. Uh, you watched this one. I watched it dubbed and, and you watched and it subbed. I watched it subbed, in fact. To be fair, it took me longer to find subbed. I, I was starting to panic quite bad. Some of the lines later on about the internet are like really, really funny in the dub. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, the, at the end, of the, the end of the. Oh, no. So these guys try and start a fight. Um, and yeah, it's yeah. sort of the audience are like not taking this. The audience like boo them and try and throw them out. Yeah, um, the 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 weirdo from earlier sort of gets involved to put himself between Mima and these guys. Mm-hmm. He fights them, he um, like punches them. Yeah, yeah. He he starts he starts throwing hands, but he he gets hit mostly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Mima stops them. She gets on the mic and's like, "Hey, like, mm. I just want everyone to have a good time." Um, and also I've got something to announce, and she kind of like sobs a little bit and her bandmates are just like yeah this is Mima's last performance with Jam and she's going to be an actress now we're really happy with her the crowd are mm-hmm. sad we also get this moment where Mima smiles at DeWeirdo, um, and he mm-hmm. like really smiles back you can tell this like really is something special to him um, and he seems to take this news of her retirement quite hard as well yes he's very upset about it mm. um, as, as she leaves this she keeps getting given like letters and things like this mm-hmm. on, on the way out she's still in sort of like crowd mode fan mail um, what does that mean? It's like it's so inspiring that he like don't voice train all this like a horrible shit. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of what I was going to talk about because she gets home and she does something that I, I think that we've we've both both done in our own time, which is gently rebuking fan letters. Mm-hmm. But just like mm-hmm. reading it and it and it says like sing for us forever, and she like smiles and goes, "Well, I can't do that." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like she's reading these letters and like doing little tiny comebacks in her own time, which you know. There's also a really nice detail when she gets home that shows mm-hmm. us. She's so busy, her normal life has been neglected because the cheese in her fridge is moldy and her fish haven't been fed. So, like, Cham keeps her, like, so, so busy that she can't do this. Um, but she, uh, she takes down the Cham poster in her room and, like, puts it away gently. She's like, well, you know, time to move on, starting something new. Um, and one fan letter she has says, I like looking at Mima's room. I always click on that link. And she's like, I don't know what that is because this is the 90s and nobody's heard of the internet. 
Yeah, I fucking love it. I love that she has no idea what the internet is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really fun. This doesn't do it. She gets a fucking fax at this point. Somebody faxes her a, a weird note, which isn't uh, translated in the dub. So did it? Did you get a translation mm-hmm. of it in the sense? Uh, it says traitor all over it oh, in different shit. fonts, like sort of cut out of a newspaper type. Oh, shit. Okay. Fonts. Yeah, that, that's a really operative thing that they probably should have told you. Yeah, I mean, um, I gathered it wasn't good. Like, yeah, no, it just says trader over and over. Something else that I really enjoy is when she's at home, she feels a call from her mum, and her mum does not understand why she's quitting this to, yeah. to pursue acting. Yeah. yeah. Her she's like, we love the singles. You know, we always buy like 20 of them. And she's like, bro, it sucks to make the singles. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do this. Um, uh, so then she's, uh, so <laughs> the, the vibe is that she um, has got a part in a really big TV series. Uh, you're not at all relatable um, and uh, she's sitting on the set with her manager one of her managers Rumi um, and she's like what is, what is this like weird note what is a link what is the internet <laughs> we get these very funny lines where like her manager Rumi is just like well you know Mima it's the internet.com it's a place where URLs uh, serve website domains and you can click on the links and it'll take you to things and she's like does that make sense and Mima's like yeah what so Mima's Room is a website yeah. at mimasroom.gov.biz slash mimas.room.com obviously some kind of website whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with Devin Alice thank you so much that's very kind of you to say I'm glad you came back onto the episode just to say that I'm just kidding. Uh, this is the bit where I cut the episode off and I tell you that if you want to hear the rest of it, I'm holding it hostage um, over on the Patreon, uh, but at the lowest tier, so not not that hostage. Um, sign up today for as little as £5 a month. That's right, £5 a month, which is getting to be really, really a solid deal nowadays. Patreon.com slash killjonesbond. I'll see you there.